today, I wanted to look at uh, some examples of corporate prayer throughout the Bible. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was looking at some uh, verses in Acts, uh, Acts 4, 23 through 31. The, um, in Acts 4, uh, the disciples are, uh, well, Peter and John have just come from uh, the council of the rulers, the elders, the scribes, uh, and the high priest and his family. And they have strictly warned them not to preach in the name of Jesus anymore. Uh, to which, of course, they said that that was something they can't really do. But um, the leaders let them go because they didn't have anything against them uh, that they could stick. And so when they got back, uh, they met with uh, the other disciples, which um, says their companions. Uh, so in verses 23 through 31 of Acts 4, uh, being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, so when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word, by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Uh, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Uh, so that's one example of uh, corporate prayer. Uh, the people are uh, petitioning God. Uh, asking uh, for him to show them what to do uh, and to uh, give them the power to go out uh, despite the threats. Uh, there's also some examples in the Old Testament. Uh, one example was in 1 Samuel 9, 12 through 14. Uh, the prophets would pray uh, before the people. Uh, so this wasn't necessarily corporate prayer as much as a one man offering public prayer. Uh, but he would give a prayer to bless the sacrifice. Uh, so first Samuel nine, 12 through 14 says, and they said to, and they answered them and said, yes, there are, sorry, some context. This is, uh, Saul, um, before he's made king. He's uh, going and looking for uh, his, uh, I believe it was the last sheep, uh, donkey, thank you, yes. And so uh, 
he's asking the people and where Samuel is, thinking that he would be able to help him. And they tell him, uh, and they answered and said, uh, answered, yeah, and they answered them and said, yes, there he is just ahead of you. Hurry now, for today he came to this city, speaking about Samuel, because there is a sacrifice of the people today on the hard place. As soon as you come into the city, you will surely find him before he goes up to the hard place to eat. For the people will not eat until he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now, therefore, go up, for about this time you will find him. And they went up to the city. As they were coming into the city, there was Samuel coming out toward them on his way up to the high place. Uh, the Another example uh, was Nehemiah 9. This was a little bit closer to corporate prayer. Um, Nehemiah 9, uh, the uh, children of Israel are assembled before Nehemiah, and uh, they are, uh, yeah, they've, uh, they've found the law, uh, and they are uh, confessing their sins and praising God, uh, for the work that he's been doing. Uh, so the prayer is really long. It's all the way to chapter 10. Uh, it's the whole of chapter nine. Uh, let's read verses one through six. Now on the 24th day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting in sackcloth and with dust on their heads. Then those of Israelite lineage separated themselves from all foreigners and they stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read from the book of the law of the Lord, their God, for one fourth of the day. And for another fourth, they confessed and worshiped the Lord, their God. Then Jeshua, uh, Bani, Cadmiel, Shebaniah, Bunny, uh, Sherebiah, Bani, and Chenani stood on the stairs of the Levites and cried out with a loud voice to the Lord, their God. And the Levites, Jeshua, Cadmiel, Bani, Hashabniah, Sherebiah, Adijah, Shebaniah, and Pethahiah, said, Stand up and bless the Lord your God forever and ever. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and everything on it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve them all. The host of heaven worships you. And it goes on um, going through uh, Israel's history and uh, God's hands through all of that, uh, praising him for everything he's done. Uh, so those are some examples in the Old Testament of uh, corporate prayer, at least public prayer. This was... Um, that was the Levites. So that was a group of people that were all praying together um, with the whole nation of Israel. Some examples in the New Testament. Um, there's Acts 2, 40 through 47. Acts 2, 40 through 47 says, And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. 
Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all, as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So here it says that the new believers uh, would pray. Um, it's, I would, uh, based on the context, I would assume that they prayed together. Um, based on the list says that they continue steadfastly in the apostles doctrine of fellowship, which is together. Uh, in the breaking of bread, which was also done together, and in prayers. So I would assume prayers were also together. Uh, it doesn't mention what these prayers were about, whether they were praises or petitions to God. Um, but we do know that they did pray together uh, quite a bit. Another one is Acts 6, 1 through 6. Says, now in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, uh, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. So here they pray twice. Uh, There's two mentions of them praying. Uh, The disciples pray together. regularly as part of their ministry uh what those prayers are about it doesn't say i would assume that they're likely prayers for the ministry uh for the churches that they're planting and helping uh, guide and for the individuals of those churches as well as uh, the unbelievers that they're trying to reach uh but it doesn't say for sure uh there is another mention of them praying um over the men that they appoint to take over the distribution of uh, bread to the widows. Uh, those prayers uh, were for those people uh, fulfilling those roles of service. Uh, so those are some other examples of corporate prayers. Uh, there's also uh, Jesus prayed in public quite often uh, with other people. There's examples of him blessing uh, the food uh, on multiple occasions. Uh, One example is the feeding of the 5,000. He blesses the bread, uh, or he blesses the bread and the fish. Um, It's in all four Gospels. Uh, We can look at Mark 6, 39 through 44. Says, then he commanded them to make, he commanded them to make them all sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks in hundreds and in fifties. 
And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves, and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fish he divided among them all. So they all ate and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of fragments and of the fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were about five thousand men. So there there's an example of Jesus blessing the uh, the loaves and the fish before they're distributed. Uh he does that again in feeding the four thousand in Mark eight. Uh then there's the uh the example of him blessing the uh, the bread and the cup during the Last Supper. Uh, you can find that in Matthew 26, uh, verses 26 through 29. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new from when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went up to the Mount of Olives. So there's an example of uh, Jesus uh, blessing the food before the meal. Uh, that was a common thing. Uh, still is. Uh, he does it again with the men. Uh, on the road to Emmaus in Luke 24, 28 through 31. <laughs> then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abard with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. So there he once again, uh, blesses the bread, uh, and blesses the food. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was one other one that I wanted to look at in Acts 1, 12 through 14. This is after Jesus has ascended to heaven. Um, he ascends the Two, uh, the two men appear and ask the disciples why they're still there staring at the sky and tells them to go. And so they, uh, head back to Jerusalem to the room they were staying in. Um, and then playing verse 12, when they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. So here, the disciples, as well as... Um, uh, Jesus' mother and his brothers and um, the other women uh, are all praying together. Uh, once again, doesn't say what they're praying about, uh, although pretty good guesses could be made. Uh, they're likely praying about what to do next. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, so those are some just some examples of corporate and public prayer. Um, yeah, they uh, both in the Old and New Testament, there are examples of both bring God praise and uh, asking petitions of God uh, through prayer uh, in uh, in a public setting. Uh, yeah. However, uh, something I noticed, there does seem to be more recorded, at least, uh, prayers of praise as opposed to petition uh, in uh, both the Old and New Testament. Uh, and the New Testament has a lot more uh, recorded instances of corporate prayer than the Old Testament. The Old Testament was a lot of um, front men standing up in front of the congregation and praying for everyone. Uh, while the New Testament has a lot of examples of the believers praying together, more like what we do on Wednesday nights. 